Hey, it's Rebecca Rutherford. Welcome to the What in the Well podcast. My friend Angie Huber and I are here to provide an entertaining and relatable perspective on well-being. If you want to shift your mindset and make incremental progress toward your work and home life goals, you are in the right place. So overlove the plant, huh? Yeah. So I'll I'll tell you the story. So I am a botanist. I am not right. I have a thumb that is not green. So as I was experimenting with all kinds of new career paths in college, I decided to buy a a bamboo plant because I I had heard they were virtually unkillable and I watered it and I loved on it and I created a relationship with it. I think I named it Clifford. And then I, within a few months, it was dead. And I, you know, it was a blow to my plant-loving self-esteem. Your botany career. So what I learned though, when I went to take Clifford out and throw him away was that I had over loved him and given him too much water because I thought I'm going to do this. I'm going to feed him. I'm going to love on him. And I killed him because the, the bottom of it was all moldy. Like there was no way he could survive in that environment. So that was a huge life lesson for me on overloving. <laughs> overloving. Yeah. And what did you learn from that? So, I mean, metaphorically, I feel like sometimes, I mean, maybe it's, <laughs> maybe the lesson is coming on too strong. <laughs> Loving too much. Maybe, maybe a little chill, you know, kind of helps yeah. with the relationship. But I think yeah. part of it too is like, we've talked about this before is expectation setting in a relationship and like. My expectation was that if I was like there all the time, throwing things at him, that my plant, it would love me back. You know, it would perform the way that I had envisioned in my head and become like something that I would have to cut off and give to friends because I had too much. But then ultimately what happened, as you know, is that he is now no longer with us because I threw too much at him. My expectations were way out of whack. Too high, too fast, too much, too Correct. all the things. Yeah, so Rebecca, like perfect segue into oh. our topic today on balance. Yeah. Right? And yeah. especially in the new year, the season yeah. that you were even talking about uh, before we press record of man was the work waiting for me. And so much, so many of us, if you're like me, I mean, I'm back on health plan. I'm back on all the things. So like we're. Yeah. Are we over How do you stay in balance and not over water, go too gung ho, too fast? And then we're, we don't want to be like Clifford by the end of January where you're taking us out and saying goodbye to us because we're already exhausted because we went in too much, too fast. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think that's why most people's resolutions plummet pretty quickly after the first of the year when they set this massive goal without thinking about. I'm saying yes to something new and, but I'm not saying no to something else. And so it's easy for your life to get completely out of whack because you over yes. (laughs) Over yes. And maybe went in with so much energy, right? Right. All the things and maybe Mm -hmm. weren't fully prepared or eased into it. What's resonating with me, a picture is just coming to my mind of a teeter-totter. Yeah. And so a teeter-totter, and if you're looking, thinking about that 100%, and if you put 100% in on one end of the teeter-totter, what's going to happen? 
Yeah. Right. You're going to either, or maybe you're up, however you want it, you're hundred percent, you're either up or down, but you're really overweighing. Yeah. And so is the goal, if the goal is balanced, I think of a teeter totter that's straight and balancing and there's things, yes, things will ebb and flow with your priorities, but how are you balancing? So I think the real question that comes, that, that comes up for me is when we're striving for A's or high performing or really strong bamboo plants that you want to thrive and we're putting all this energy into it, is the A balance? Yeah. Because if you're doing all the energy and if A is getting you and you're tipping the balance here, but your things are falling off, yeah. is the balance really the middle? Right. What What's the B's and C's? Yeah. Like, how are we good enough? How are we leaning in? How are we doing it with ease mm-hmm. and still making really good progress? Right. I uh, like to think, I, I kind of came up with this idea a few years ago, or at least, you know, it's probably not new, but it, it for me, it was new of like thinking about my life as a pie, like, a you know, a pie chart essentially where I have this, everything in my life that's important kind of categorically, like, you know, whether it's work, family life, relationships, spirituality, volunteerism, you name it, they each get a sliver of pie, right? And so if I'm trying to make one thing my whole entire pie, I'm essentially feeding it like I fed my poor bamboo plant and getting sick to my stomach and ultimately, you know, overwhelming myself and maybe spending some time not feeling that great in the stomach region. And then the other parts of your life are withering like this poor amethyst plant, which I don't actually know what has happened here. I know. Well, that plant that you're showing me, first of all, it's unrecognizable as whatever it was originally. Like if you were like, I need to go buy another one of these, I wouldn't know what to tell you to buy. (laughs) It's a withering shrivel of sad petals and roots (laughs) that had great aspirations and are now just a pile of mush. I'm sorry. So here's what we're striving for here. Balance, right? How do you, what's enough for this to where it's a beautiful thriving plant? Right. How are we avoiding dying bamboos and dying whatever, whatever. How did, I mean, here I am in the middle. Yeah. Your beautiful poinsettia. You right now are the teeter totter because I'm seeing a poinsettia on one side of you that is flourishing and beautiful that you didn't even plan on having, right? It just kind of came into your life. And then on the other side, you've got something that someone also introduced to your life. His name is your husband. And he, and you know, it was his job to love on it and you supported him in that and that's fine. But like, you know, look at what's happening. You've got a sad poinsettia that no longer is getting your attention and love. Um, but I, you know, best wishes for your poinsettia. I think it's looking pretty good. So tell me, talk to me about habits. So today yeah. we're wanting to focus on some habit formation. Yeah. What's a habit, yeah. you know, sometimes I think that helps to even just like, how do you define a habit? What does a habit mean to you? So your definition of habit that you found according to Google was good habits are those repetitive actions or behaviors you want to repeat, which can we just call out real quick that repeat and repetitive are two repetitive words. But anyway, they have positive physical, emotional, or psychological consequences. Bad habits are those actions you repeat that have negative consequences. Some bad habits are harmless while others can have a deeper long-term impact. So 
And then if we want to talk about the more positive side of it, good habits are the ones that you enjoy that make you feel like you're winning at life that you want to continue doing that you don't want to have turned into a shriveled up plant on, on the side. So, I mean, I think to me, that's a pretty good summary of it, but I, I mean, there's a lot that goes into it. I mean, it's not, you cannot place habits in a simple singular contained definition by any means. It's they're so complex and they're individual, absolutely yeah. individual. What about well, you? There's habits of thought that yeah. are repetitive. There's habits of our actions yeah. that are repetitive. And I read something or saw something recently is that however, whatever your habits, your thinking habits and your doing habits, right? that's how you're living your hours. That's mm -hmm. ultimately how we live our days and our yeah. weeks. And then that's how we're living our life. So our right. life is literally being formed by our habits that we're choosing to think and our right. habits that we're thinking to choosing to do key ingredient to balance to that teeter totter working like a saying at that equilibrium mm -hmm. is what are the habits that we're choosing to think about and, mm -hmm. and do. I love that consideration for both the thinking about taking the steps and the actual taking of the steps. And then obviously and then the too, why you are yeah. doing it. It starts with the why, the motivation 100%. piece. And it's yeah, doing that audit of, okay, why am I doing this? What I like to talk about first with my coaching clients is like, what do you value before you even set any goals? What do you oh, value? Yeah. Before you even get into any of the what and the how. Yeah, exactly. It's because the why. You have to have that anchor. You have to have something totally. that drives your decision-making and your steps. Like if it's not anchored in something you value, then absolutely it's a no instead of a yes. Another perspective around kind of the same topic that we're talking about that I've also heard around habits is, and it's um, commitment and discipline. Yeah. And so your commitment, so some days, so again, teeter-totter or yeah. a live flower, dead flower, pie chart, some days you might feel really motivated or committed to that mm -hmm. habit whatever that habit is, like what's, what's a habit you're trying to instill right now? Well, yeah. So I can tell you that. So one habit I can tell you about that. I'm very proud of that. I've instilled is waking up early and journaling, but okay. I think something that is new to me, um, is I, so I found out last year that I'm sensitive to gluten and dairy okay. and it is really hard to cut out gluten and dairy. So I started out, you know, the year last year with a bang, I was gluten and dairy free for a long time. I felt the health benefits, et cetera. I was a poinsettia on the countertop of life. <laughs> I was a flourishing poinsettia on the countertop of life. Well, that's what happened. Expansive, though. feeling great, yeah. tons of energy. Yeah. And all of those things, feeling great and being expansive and like, you know, waking up without feeling sick to my stomach. All of those things are obviously things that I value. However, over time, I lost sight of my values because I got extraordinarily wound up in starting a business, yeah. ma managing my summer, my kids' summer schedule with all of my goals, um, you know, the move in our house because that went sideways. All yeah. of these things accumulated. They, I mean, there were some underlying values in there, but it caused me to lose complete sight of my commitment to making sure that I was taking in the nutrition that made my body feel good. And so yeah. by the end of the summer, 
my body was wrecked. I felt horrible, almost worse than, and this is a thing that actually happens when you cut something out and reintroduce it, according to my functional medicine doctor, is that when you reintroduce something like that into your body after having abstained, comes back with a vengeance. And that is what happened to me. I felt horrible. So to break that, so to use that exact example, so your commitment was, so commitment and can, yeah. uh, and um, consistency. Yeah. Or yeah. So, I'm sorry, commitment and discipline. I was using the yeah. two C's. So it's commitment and discipline as one and then consistency. Yeah. When you are committed, so you had a strong why in the beginning of the year and then you had a process. It sounds like you had a yeah. process that was, yeah. that's when it's like consistency or commitment plus consistency equals like massive performance, right? If it's right. an equation, what yeah. happens sometimes is life gets in the way or things come in and maybe some days your commitment because of other things that are happening is lower. Right. So then that's when it's like, man, I need the discipline of that habit to be at like a 10, yeah. right? Like for that time, because my commitment is low just yeah. or my why in it. And so right. what happens so many times with habits is when your discipline is low and your commitment is low. Yeah. Not going to happen. Yeah. And that's where we fall these habits that we're trying to form and balance that we're trying to create so many yeah. times with clients. I'm like, where are you at? Is it, right. are, are you not motivated right now? Or have you lost sight of the process of the habit yeah. that you've created? Because then once you can kind of unpack is this, my, mm -hmm. is this a motivation thing or is this a process discipline habit thing? Right. But yeah. when you're feeling like, listeners, when you are like feeling like it is a great week or a great day, check it because I guarantee it's, you got high motivation and commitment and you're, you're following the process. Yeah. I'll tell you a huge mistake I made. So, I mean, I, I'm not going to, I don't want to say that I failed because I learned. And so I did a few things really right in the beginning. I, uh, tracked, I made sure I saw something that said I could check off you know, I did it that day. I didn't eat gluten and dairy. That felt good to see that in front of me. I made it easy. I made sure that I had as few options in the home. I mean, my kids and everybody else are eating, you know, they can eat dairy all day and not have the same problem, but I had to try to introduce things to them that they would secretly not know were <laughs> dairy and gluten-free. So yeah. I tried to make it easy for myself. I created an environment. I had a supportive husband, you know, who was also cutting out things because he thought, well, if this is what you're doing, I think I can support you by doing it myself. I'll be supportive. We'll, you know, eat together and all of that. Well, the, the thing that I lost sight of was that I thought the feeling good because of this would be the reward. I thought that would sustain my motivation. And, you know, that's a great long-term set of like motivation element, of course, but when I felt good in the beginning, it was like, great. I feel good. That was my reward. Well, over time, that was like not motivating me anymore. I was like, okay, I kind of took it for granted. And in order for me to continue, it's like, I needed to put in more incremental rewards to sustain my motivation. And I didn't do that. I, I just kind of took for granted or assumed that feeling good would be the reward. And that would be long enough for me. That would be good enough for me. And it wasn't. So in rewards could be anything like I could have taken my habit tracker and said, once I do this every day for two months, then I'm going to go out and buy a new outfit or whatever, you know, yeah. made me feel good at the time, but I didn't do well, that. And, and you mentioned, when did you stop the habit tracker? 
Well, I also stopped the habit tracker when I stopped, <laughs> when I stopped. So the, so the consistency, the consistency yeah. started to go down. The Absolutely. consistency it, in your process. Yeah. It started making me feel, not only was I feeling physically terrible because my body was rejecting what I was starting to put in it, but mentally when I would look at that calendar and I would stop seeing the check marks saying that I did it, it made me mentally feel like I am a failure. I suck at this. Why can't I do this? Blah, blah, blah. All those to terrible talk tracks in my head of like, well, if I can't do this, then, you know, if I can't do something that is going to prevent me from physically feeling sick, how am I ever going to achieve X, Y, Z? It was a real learning process for me, you know? Oh man, Rebecca, what you're, what's coming up for me now, as you're talking about habits is our mindsets around them. Yes. Totally. So along with the commitment and the motivation. So our motivation yeah. could be high, right? Mm -hmm. Your, your process could be, you could have the processes and the tools in place. Like you outlined. Yeah. And what's our process, what's our mental game or mindset around, man, it's easy when it's flowing. Right. And you're right. doing great. But what happens the time that you make a mistake? Like yeah. you just mentioned. So last week I had shame game so hard. Oh. So I'm now following a plan, health plan. I have a habit tracker. I have my goals every week. Seven days I was at an A. So, and I shouldn't be at A. Like I'm like trying to strive for balance. So I have to tell myself yeah. 80%, 80% yeah. Angie is good enough. But I made one bad meal choice on Sunday night that kicked me totally out of the game. And I'm like kicking myself on Monday morning. Cause I have, to, I'm, I have a coach right now that I'm on Monday mornings. I'm, I've got to tell her. And I was like, this has been a rock star week. Da, 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 da. And yeah. you know what? I had a choice. I literally was like, I'm just going to lie to her. <laughs> like, I'm just going to lie. Like I You're can't like, I tell her that I didn't hit these goals. Like one, like one choice kicked or one bad choice kicked me out of the thing. And I was like, dang it. So all the narrative, the mindset. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I'm doing on my own mindset work. I literally had to say, and you said this earlier, I'm not failing. I'm learning. Yeah. I am not as far as I was a year ago. I've yeah. learned some new health habits. This yeah. is a journey. Own it. Acknowledge it love yourself. Like I was like, I'm enough. I'm I, it's okay. Yeah. Pick myself back up and get back on the horse this week. And it, and it, so it's, how do you minimize that narrative? Yeah. How do you minimize the time that you allow that narrative and shame and guilt and yeah. all the things to come in that we do, especially right. as women. So, so much yeah. around this is mindset. So I had to say, I, I was like, you know what? I had, I had the spiral happen. Then I was like, er, yeah. pause. I like myself. I've I'm learning here. It's okay. I still made what has went right. Yeah. Okay. Here's what's went right. And now I'm going to go own up to my coach. Yeah. And totally. how did you, what did it your felt, coach say? It felt good. I talked to her actually today. So I'm excited. I'm interested yeah. to see what she responds to. So Oh, you um, haven't told her. You no, 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 no. I told her. I told her on oh, Monday. Okay. We just haven't connected yet. So gotcha, um, I'm regardless what she of what she says or not, I owned it. Yeah. And and great. I even told her my non-scale because it's scale victory, right? And yeah. the non-scale victories and the non-scale victories are the habit formations. 
absolutely. The scale is just the the lagging measure of if you yeah. do the right habits with commitment and consistency, you're gonna right. you're gonna see results. So it's more about the habit, the daily habits. And right. so I was like, you know what? For this time, I feel good. I owned it. Yeah. I acknowledged it, and I'm not going to dwell on it today. Absolutely. That's a move great, on. A great mindset. I feel like. If there was an applause track I could insert, I would applaud. <laughs> this is have... years in the making though. This is not easy, yeah. right? But mindset yeah. is what's the story we're telling ourselves around right. balance? Well, and how does that impact the fact that you're able to make that mindset shift? What is that? What is that doing now for the decisions you're making today and how you feel like you're going to be able to handle temptation in the future? So I would say for this week, it shortens it shortened the time of bad choices. I might've like went into for the rest of the week or been like, again, balance up. Oh, I went, I made a bad choice. I'm totally out of balance right. and now throw it all out. It's all, right. it's all bad. It's all not worth it. I suck. I blah, blah, blah. All the things that we tell ourselves. It was like, yeah. no, I made a bad choice at dinner right. last night. Yeah. Absolutely. Guess what? I now get to make a good choice at breakfast and then right. lunch and then Right. And then get right back on, get, yeah. get right back on. So it was the acknowledgement. It was the, if I didn't stop the narrative though, cause it was going, right. I had to literally stop, stop. Yeah. I'm self-sabotaging here. Yeah. And what I was doing, the moment I stopped self-sabotaging and asked and reframed and asked myself the question, what can I be celebrating? Yeah. Then I was like, oh. I had 80% last week. I had all these meals. I got this much water in. I was in bed by, you know, up by 530, in bed by 10. I slept great. Blah. Like, I still lost a few pounds. Like, yeah. what am I doing? Because I'm like, I'm kicking myself in the, but we do right. that. We take the one thing a lot of yeah. times and we make it, it's little nudges in the right direction. And it's also knowing where your energy is at for that day. Yes. And what does balance look like today? So for yeah. example, I am completely exhausted today, like yeah. exhausted because mm -hmm. of things that have happened. And so today when I got up, I did my journaling and I am like, how do, what does a B look like? Yeah. What does balance look like today? I yeah. don't have, I am not going to knock it out of the park when I have tons of energy. I'm feeling great. And what have you, I have circumstances that have gotten me at like a three energy level Yeah. and what's good enough here today. Yeah. What are mm -hmm. the habits I want? What does, you know, what does winning look like? Not winning like hundred percent, not right. winning like a, what does balance winning look like for me right. today? What's your personal best today? What's my Absolutely. personal best today yeah. with love exactly with yeah. love right to myself Ab yeah absolutely I think we are activated at the core by fear or love and if you are taking yourself with the same grace that maybe you would extend to somebody else the same love that you would give to somebody else when they make a mistake like think about your kid if you absolutely chastise your kid every single time they made a mistake that poor kid would have those internal talk tracks for the rest of their life, but you extend them grace because you love them. Well, you're functioning maybe in this case, in some ways, not you, but like when somebody has a fear of failure or they do make a mistake, they're in, they're afraid that they're so far off track. Well, it's really hard 
to love yourself or to feel grace for yourself when you're functioning out of fear. It absolutely is. You're you're not giving yourself a big hug inside saying, hey, we'll get through this. It's fine. You're still going to be fine. Everything is okay. It was not, it's not catastrophic. It's not who I am. I don't identify myself and my worth with that one, you know, mishap. Right. That's so, it's and it's, we tend to do that. So what mm-hmm. the, right. And that's the, like our natural tendency as human. So what we have to do is put a little bit of energy into that shift. Absolutely. Yeah. So what's our one key takeaway here today around habits? What do you want to leave our, our listeners with? Yeah, there's so much. I mean, I could go on about this forever, but I am not going to, but, and there's, you know, if anybody wants some truly fundamental, great best practices around habit formation, read Atomic Habits by James Clear. It is by far in my opinion, the absolute best book I've ever read on habits. And I don't think, I think the data aligns with that. I think he was a bestseller, you know, yeah. the second it came out, but let's um, give James Clear another shout out because I, I don't know if anybody subscribed. So I'm with Rebecca hundred percent. Like if you haven't read Atomic Habits, do it. If you yeah. haven't subscribed to James Clear's um, weekly, I get it weekly. Yeah. It is so clear and concise. Yeah. He asks thought-provoking questions and gives great tips literally every yeah. week um, exactly. around yeah. this topic. So yeah, those are great. And like his Instagram too, it's like little nuggets of wisdom on habit formation. But so, you know, that's one, I think key takeaway or one action item. But for me, I will say that I still think that everything distills down to what you value. And if you, you know, if you are able to say at this moment in life, the things that I value the most are X, Y, Z. And so my habits are going to be grounded on the fact that doing this new habit will help me reinforce my identity as somebody who values X, Y, Z. Then I think that alone can help you create goals for yourself that are going to be far more sustainable, but continue to motivate you if you can have that anchor. But what about you? Yeah. What keeps coming up for me is just the habits are daily and the habits are literally what shape how you live your days, your weeks, your months, and and ultimately our years. Yeah. And so ask yourself, what's my mindset? It goes to your why. You got to start with why. What are my values? What do why? What do what's my big picture here? Yeah. And what habits do I need yeah. to form? And what's my current mindset around them? Yeah. So a lot of the times is is shedding maybe outdated beliefs or limiting yeah. beliefs. And yeah. what do you need? What mindset do you need to adopt? And what mm-hmm. habits do you want to create that align with your values? and your purpose. Right. Yeah. And on the, and on the tart small. Yes. Do not be the bamboo or whatever this is that is overwatered and you go at it with so much right. energy and love and gusto that it literally you smother it. It's like you can <laughs> suck the oxygen out of it. Right. Like you don't need to start the year no. going to the gym with new outfit, new workout clothes, right. new water bottles, new shoes, the cute little workout outfits, the gym membership, the blah, 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 blah. No, 
Right. Wake up in your current clothes. You don't even brush your teeth and just move for 10 minutes, right? (laughs) Yeah. It's good enough. There's just the getting started small. Absolutely. Small little actions. As we said in the very beginning, it's about balance. So when you're, when you are acquiring a new habit, look at what else, like really, really sit and contemplate what is going to be impacted by this. And am I, am I willing to give that up right now? Is this the right season of life to actually try to also incorporate that new habit into my daily life? And, you know, hopefully you pick the right thing to help you feel like you're able to make forward motion without sacrificing anything. But yeah, life gets in the way. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of What in the Well. Be sure to review, rate, and subscribe to our podcast. And if you have a topic you'd like us to cover, share it in the comments. Stay well until we meet again. Thank you.